Hi guys, I'm Kira. And I'm Gary. And we are the Grays. And you are tuned into the, the No Gray, Gray Area Podcast. Podcast. Where lines are rarely blurred. Voices are always heard. And love is, is an, an action, action word. word. Welcome back to the No Gray Area Podcast. Today, we're going to do a little girl talk with some little mimosas with my uh, BFF, um, Kimberly. She is visiting us all the way from Japan. Um, and we only have her for a couple of days, but I wanted to bring her on and just have some girl talk. So Gary's not going to be with us today. Um, he's on daddy babysitting duties right now while we do this. <laughs> So we're just, we just want to talk, you know, all things women, all things, um, you know, what's going on in the world. And, you know, we just want to have some girl talk. So um, grab you a mimosa or your beverage of choice, whatever that might be. Not, not sure what time of day it is for you guys, but it's right around 2.30 for us. So uh, we grab a little mimosa and we're going to just jump right into this thing. So hope everybody is doing well. I know it's been a while since we've been um, on our podcast. You know, we had to take a break and reset and do a few things you know we still got lives too and uh so but we're back right and what better way to come back than with an interview with kim so a little story time uh kim and i met in 2015 um at bo air force base in california um actually damaris and i was walking into the building or we're walking into the building and she walked past us and uh, she turned back and she was like, wait, are you the new girl? You know, and it's been kind of history ever since then. Damaris loved her from day one. And um, yeah, it's been like she's been in our lives ever since. And it's been uh, an extreme blessing to have her in our lives. Um, she's actually one of my baby mamas. So <laughs> shout out to her. She actually watched her little baby last night while Gary and I had a much needed date. So you know, we're, we love to have her with us. So while we have her for a little while, we wanted to have some girl talk. Uh, we have girl talk often, but we wanted to, you know, put it on the podcast. A <laughs> um, little disclaimer before I get into this. Um, Kim, you want to say hi before I go do my disclaimer? Hi, everyone. That's it? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> she's pretty shy, even though there's like no cameras right now. She's still pretty shy, but hopefully this mimosa will warm her up and she'll be ready to talk. Okay. Um. So here's a little disclaimer, like real talk. So, uh, this is not for like the overly sanctified, like deep Christian folks, like that. You know, everything you say, if you have a different opinion about something, you want to throw the Bible at us because um, we just want to have some, you know, in-depth conversation about different things that us women and our young girls and stuff are starting to uh, become women. You know, these little issues that they might be having and how we address certain situations, you know, relationships and things of that nature. So if you are like overly deep and like to get in your feels about what the bible says like i know what the bible says i have a pretty strong relationship with god um and i know what the bible says but at the end of the day this might not be pg enough for you so um at any rate it's your choice to stay on or not but we do want to get into some um taboo topics that are not 
normally talked about. You should do a countdown. Say three, two, one. Start. <laughs> three, two, one. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So all of those, you know, two, three, four people that are still with us. <laughs> uh, we'll get into this thing. So um, I think I want to start it off, you know, with um, the first question, I think, is. Should we, um, as women, talk to our young teenager and uh, young adult daughters about sex and sexuality? Absolutely. Um, If you don't talk to them, they're going to get that information from somewhere else. They're going to get it from their friends or bad advice from people who was taught a different way. So I believe the experiences that you have with your own kid, you should be able to have a good conversation with them at least you know try to help them out before they go seek information from somewhere else because they're going to get it from somewhere else right I agree and um you know I definitely am open to having um conversations about sex and sexuality with my daughter my daughter will be 13 in August and of course we haven't like given her the details as far as like where the thing goes and what it goes into <laughs> yet but we have asked her um, on a several occasions, like, do you know what sex is? And do you know, um, you know, have you thought about sex or anything like mm-hmm. that? And, and, you know, she's given her answer, whatever that might be. Um, and so I think there's a um, a bias or a double standard in society where little boys, especially like teenage boys, say 13, 14, 15, 16, right? Mm-hmm. When you find out that your little boys are... Um, you know, pleasuring themselves or watching, you know, videos that they should not be watching. I think a lot of times men, their dads, fathers, uncles, whoever like to big up them like, oh, you know, yeah, you're, yeah. you know, you're, you're a young man, you're a young you know, man, you know, you're getting some hair on your chest, that kind of thing. But I think for women, uh, especially like little girls, we often look at that as uh, if we find out that our daughters are pleasure in themselves or whatever the case then it's like wait you're not supposed to do that you right. know that's not a good thing you know you're supposed to keep yourself wholesome and right. you know save yourself for marriage and all this extra stuff and I think it just gets a little gray and of course you guys are on no gray area so we gonna say what it is right um I think honestly like <laughs> the conversation Kim and I had last night about when you don't explore yourself and you don't explore your sexuality then you get all these bodies on your belt (laughs) and you don't get no pleasure out of it. It's just a body that swear that they do in whatever they supposed to be doing and they're getting all the pleasure and you're just left like, did you come? (laughs) Bruh, if you got to ask me, I probably didn't. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, um, you know, that's my take on it. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Same. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Like kind of what we talked about last night. It's it's what the word we used was taboo, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you praising this little boy, you know, who could be the same age as another teenage daughter, and she's you know getting ready to explore herself, but it's it's looked at as different, and right. it shouldn't be, right? They're both teenagers. They're both exploring their bodies. They're supposed to like learn who they are as a person, and if you don't do that, or it's shunned, or it's looked at as wrong then that female isn't going to be able to she's not going to learn like the male who's going to learn right right I agree and that's the that's the thing like these guys little boys already have all this experience as far as like what they like and what they don't like um by the time they become you know young men and so when they start dealing with say your daughter your daughter is like 
I don't know nothing about this because it's taboo or whatever to even have a conversation about it. And it's uh, that actually goes back to like even something as uh, natural as like your period. Right. Mm -hmm. Like before I had my period, like nobody talked to me about that. Like I didn't know what it was. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. just like I didn't even know how to put the pad on like nothing. (laughs) So it was very uncomfortable, um, you know, when that actually happened. So I think a lot of times we don't spend as much time uh, talking to our children, boy or girl, about, you know, the importance of sexuality right. and what it really is. Because I know in high school, for me, the most that I learned about sexuality was, oh, if you have sex, you're going to get chlamydia, gonorrhea, these bumps, <laughs> bumps. <laughs> you know, like, but nobody ever really talked about um, what is sex, right? Right. You know, um, what happens with sex or whatever the case everybody just says if you have sex or if you fornicate or if you you know have sex before you get married you're going to hell it's not the good type of uh information it's always something bad right if you're doing it something's wrong with you or you're bad or this that and the other so you kind of sneak around instead of getting properly educated which can help you make better decisions better decisions right and I, i would rather tell my daughter um my daughters you know um what it really is versus what their friends think that it is right right? so i think um you know we have to definitely be very mindful of um what the information that we're giving our kids and the lack of information that we're giving them because they're gonna run the social media right and unfortunately everybody a lot of people think that google is like the god of information you know just because it's on google that means that it's real right right and so your child Googling something, whatever that might be, um, might not be, you know, a valid source. And so we want to make sure that we are mindful of not allowing them to take Google or any other search engine as the, the facts. Right, 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 right. 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 So, um, but yeah, so what do you, what age do you think we should start having these conversations with our children about like sexuality and stuff like what age do you think you would have preferred to hear about it in a real true sense of what it really is <laughs> so you can't ask me i'm a late bloomer so <laughs> yeah she I, is <laughs> uh, late bloomer i ain't, Super i'm not late no. i'm not a sh- mm-hmm. shut up <laughs> um so for me it didn't it didn't matter to me i'm just doing what i do i was just minding my business but mm-hmm. um taking that aside from you know why I was so late and I should have cared. I think the age should have been 12 right after, like I actually had my period. Right. I think that should, because my body was changing. So I believe that should have been the age that my mom would have sat me down and like really discussed what was going on rather just giving me a thick pad, AKA a diaper yeah. and was like, here, wear this for a couple of days. And then every month it's going to happen. Right. You know, what um, did she tell you about that tampon? <laughs> oh man all right so she told me that uh with tampons it could get stuck you could get infected so we should never wear them (laughs) (laughs) so I listened to her you know I was like well she knows you know she's my mom she's an adult she's more adult than me so I should probably listen and I did not wear tampons for that simple reason because I thought that if I did it would get stuck and I would have to go get surgery and get it taken out and I think she got that story from someone on the news yeah who didn't change herself and then ended up having to go to the hospital to get it taken out and that stuck with her right and so you know she passed it along to me and I was like that sounds terrible I ain't gonna lie it was terrible but I think that that's what happened um like in the past like our parents 
you know, can only give us what they have, right? And I think we have to, you know, we have to be um, mindful of that. But at the same time, I also feel like you should be given the information. Like, I don't understand why something as natural as sex is so taboo. Like, it's natural. Everybody feels some type of emotion or some type of feeling from you know, sex at whatever age that might be. Right. I mean, it could be you as a 13, 14 year old watching uh, porn or something. And I know mm-hmm. cr- Christian people, they probably already left, but you know, the Christian <laughs> no, people say, you shouldn't here. be watching it anyway. You know, that goes against the Bible and I get all that, but I'm going to just keep it all the way on it. Pause. Where does it say that? At? I don't know where it says Cause that. I've <laughs> never read a scripture that say you shouldn't, but I believe it's education. Like how well you ain't going to be watching your parents. No, that's absolutely gross. <laughs> <laughs> Although I heard him a couple times, but that's gross. Ew. Okay, here is disgusting. Watch yeah. it. Like, how else are you supposed to yeah. learn, right? There's, of course, we just talked about technology. Where's in your hands? You Google, mm-hmm. and then you're going to be like, okay, you're trying to piece together information that you can imagine in your head. And then once right. you make the connection with videos, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense or whatever, right. even though that's not truly how it goes but you got it a sense of ideas if you're not getting talks from your parents from your or, parents you know, someone yeah. with, who knows right not gonna steer you wrong or whatever yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie like i started watching porn when i was 12 i ain't gonna lie and my mom didn't know that at the time but you know i told her she knows now because i'm older and she can't beat me so whatever <laughs> <laughs> she can if she wanted to but that ain't gonna you, how how with no cell phone Girl, bye. You stay up late enough. You can watch whatever you want to watch. You got HBO. Like, no lie, I used to go to my uncle's house um, because I used to stay to spend the night with my cousin all the time. And they had, like, all the channels, Ooh. right? And you just basically stay up late. And once he go to sleep, we, we lit. You know? <laughs> Me and my cousin. Like, I ain't going to call her name. Oh, dang. <laughs> if, well, because if you listening to this, you grown now. So he can't do nothing about it. He probably knew anyway because it probably showed up on his bill a couple of times. But he never. It was pay? Girl, I don't know. Pay-per-view, Ooh. whatever you want to call Ooh. it. But he never said anything to us about it. So I feel like. He either was ashamed or, or maybe he, he was watching it too and didn't know. Maybe it might have been his channel. He might have bought it. We was watching it from it. So I don't know. So, but I mean, at the end of the day, like it is what it is, you know? Um, it, but I think for me, like, you know, I had been feeling feelings for a long time, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I didn't act upon them like instantly, but I had been feeling feelings a long time. And so I think just being all the way uh, transparent, um, when you feel little tinglings in certain areas, you can't, you don't know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a natural reaction. Like, whether it be a cute little boy that you see mm-hmm. or whatever the case, a cute little girl, like, whatever you prefer, don't matter to me. But right. it could be whatever you prefer and you feel this sensation and you're like, well, what is that, mm-hmm. right? Um, I would rather explain that to my daughter. That sensation is your body's natural reaction to, you know, the chemical reaction right. to... um you know, it's your body's reaction to seeing something that you're attracted to. I don't know, you know, so it's just one of those things that I think as long as you explain it clearly, then it helps them better navigate through that whole process of their lives. Right. Right. And we can say all day, save yourself till you're married. And that's great. You know, and kudos to, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And kudos to those that, no kidding save themselves till they're married yes, yes, you know because yes. you know virginity is you mm-hmm. know you try to keep it sacred as long as you can you know right but at the end of the day for those of us who didn't save ourselves from marriage or whatever the case i mean it is what it is like you know 
you can't change it. So no right. need to beat yourself up about it. Right. right. Um, ask God for forgiveness and try not to do it again. <laughs> I don't know how many nights I was praying, Lord, <laughs> forgive me. I hope I don't, you know, but at the same time, you know, I think, um, it depends on your child. And I think you just have to know how your child operates and what they, right. their maturity level and the capacity that they have to receive certain information. Right. Um, so for my daughter, like I said, we've already introduced the, uh, topic, Mm-hmm. We just haven't gone into great details like the pingo and the V and all this extra stuff, yeah. right? What do you call it? What do you call it? You still call it? The ping. <laughs> I don't say the word. <laughs> I don't say the whole word. So there's that. The ping. Okay? The ping. Got yeah, it. The ping. We got it. Yeah. So, uh, and I don't say the other P word that relates to the woman because. I don't like that word. I don't like that I don't, word. Either. Actually, I would prefer that word over the other one. The one that starts with a C. That makes me, that makes my skin Coochie? crawl. Coochie? Oh. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> yeah. You could have just kept that in your head. Well, I'd rather say that one than the well, other one. No, I, I don't read, like that word. I will say the other one because you said that one. But I won't because, you know, I'm nice like that. You're nice. She's always so nice out there, right? Yeah, I'm really nice. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, we'll talk more about that maybe later on in the podcast or whatever. Um, maybe... You know, something will steer us back to it. Um, this is just girls talk. There's no, there's really no script. There's no direction of this. We're just talking, right? Like we normally talk about different situations, right? Um, just kind of a abbreviated version of certain areas because we can go all day. You yes. know, <laughs> we can go all day. Because we actually have before. We went like six hours just talking. Just talking. I think last night we talked for like three, four hours yeah. about just different stuff. Um, so, yeah. So Kim is actually currently single. Um, so I really wanted to, you know, really bring her on and get her take about, you know, the single lifestyle. I hear so much tragic stuff about it. Like it's terrible dating right now. The dating scene sucks. You're limited on your options, um, things of that nature. So I just kind of wanted to bring her on to get her take on the singleness side of it, um, and see what's the dating climate like in 2021, right? So um, our dating and relationships in 2021 really as trash as most people say they are. Oh, I'm not sure about this year. Last year was mega trash. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, COVID, I don't even think married people liked each other last year. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> so I did date in 2020. Um, but it was like, like you get on these dating apps or whatever. And then, of course, people pretend for however long and then you like really you know you be honest with that person and that person like oh yeah I accept it you know and then they turn around and they do exactly what you wanted to do for a couple of times and then when they can't pretend anymore they true truck color show so it's kind of trash like, you mean like pretending not being like their authentic self correct oh. they want their what you say you want so if I say oh. um I want you know I like going out to the beach on Friday nights to watch the sunset, right? Uh-huh. And they're not into beach. They're not into sunsets, sun nothing. But they pretend they pret- for oh. a while until you let your guard down and then you be like, okay, you know, eventually this might be a really nice dude. So you decide, I don't know, I'm going to sleep with him. And then oh. the moment you start doing that, then 
they the whole, interest yeah, they, they no longer want to go to the beach. They tired or they, oh, they feel okay. like they have to go work. So all of their true colors start to show later on. And it's just trash. Like, so it's basically the same as like it was in the past. Ain't nothing changed. Yeah, nothing's changed, but technology so, okay. and the different apps, there's different data apps. There's different apps that where women can initiate versus the men. Like the men can't contact you unless you contact them or oh. vice versa. So, it's not just Tinder anymore. So what apps are out there now? So I only know a couple. There's like Bumble and then there's Tinder and then there's a new one, um, uh, Hinge. So what's the difference between Tinder and Bumble? I'm not sure. I'm not on Bumble. Oh, you're not on Bumble? <laughs> I no. was on Tinder. I am Tinder no more. So I which so app, was... honestly, did you prefer more than the other? Or was there any that you preferred more? What about eHarmony? I heard they make marriages. That's true? Yeah, but that costs. Oh, it costs money. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like that's like match and eHarmony costs money. And then, again, people are people, though. So it doesn't matter if I'm mm-hmm. paying a membership fee to find love or if I'm doing it for free. Mm-hmm. They're going to pretend unless they're, like, legit about um, who they are. Okay, I see. So it's, it's just trash. And it's it's very rare. It's weird now, you know, that if we're in a technology space and everything is on an app. Meeting mm-hmm. someone in real life is rare. If you go to a store and you see somebody cute. Mm-hmm. Well, especially in Japan, there's a family base, so they're probably not single. And then oh, if they okay. are, they're only there for a short time, and they just going to play the game until they're ready to go. So okay. overall, it's trash. Um, and if you have friends, like, I guess we're going back to the era of if a friend know a friend and the friend is cool, then you hook it up. That's, like, the best way to meet oh, somebody okay. now. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. So um, just to put it out there, both of us are actually active duty military, um, Air Force to be exact. So um, that's a good perspective that you provided as far as like dating in the military, right? Because we're often moving, you know, every couple of years. Um, So um, it could, it can be a lot difficult. Um, One of my, um, I call her my little cousin, but she's actually a little family friend from back home. I watch like her Facebook sometime and she's just like, dating sucks. And, you know, people are so fake and all this extra stuff. So um, I guess with the... um, onset of like social media and things like that I find I think I see um, just from my my perspective that people tend to be a lot more fake now than they were back then because they're trying to keep up with a image of social media that mm-hmm. you know like other people on social media dang yeah. it's something I learned I have a you know I'm on another app SFB and oh, okay. they were asking what's SFB uh, smart funny and black society mm-hmm. is created by amanda seals if you don't know who she is she's tiffany from insecure she has her own app as membership fee um if you want to join it's really dope no trolls no karens no hoteps but uh <laughs> no what's karens. cool about that is it was um no yeah no karens um <laughs> it uh, someone had asked about dating advice and i'm usually i'm pretty upfront with what i want Right. Like I will tell you exactly what I'm looking for. And the dating advice. And she's sounds... single, by the way, guys. Did I say that? <laughs> you said that. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, DM me for her information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to have a passport. Okay. So um, she likes to travel. I do like to travel. <laughs> um, so the advice was if, if I'm being upfront, that gives the guy. And I keep, I don't keep picking trash dudes, but there's one who wasn't. They pretty trash. They are pretty trash dudes. I (laughs) kid you not. It's like a cycle. So instead of me telling the guy what I'm expecting or what I want, Mm -hmm. I should ask him and see what he wants. And if it lines up to something I want, then I need to deal with it. Because what happens is they ask me 
mm-hmm. and then they pretend and I don't never get what their oh, side is. Oh, I see. So, so you got to play the game. Yeah, right. I have to oh, ask him and see what he wants. And she putting he... y'all on free game. That's free game right there. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a advice that sounds so simple. I never thought of before. Yeah, that's that's really good. I never thought about that either. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't really date no more, obviously. Yeah, of course but when I was dating, I didn't really date that much. Like, I just like, hey, I like you. Let's do this. And. It's so simple. <laughs> it's not like a simple fun time. Right. Now it's different. You gotta swipe left, swipe left, yeah. swipe right. You gotta have a good filter, no filter. You have to look a certain way. You have to dress a certain way. Mm. I'm not like that. I am. I have. I have my moments. So it's funny that you say look a certain way because I think right now with the wave of you know the filters on Snapchat, and I use them a lot of times. Who doesn't? They're cute. But I still think I'm cute without the filter. Of course, and my husband agrees. So You're whatever, beautiful. right? Mm. You too, girl. Mm-hmm. Thank you, girl. <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, with the wave of, like, the filters and <laughs> the lace front wigs and all this stuff. And nothing against wigs because I've seen I a lot them. of y'all wear a lot of really good, nice-looking wigs. But some of y'all wigs trash. I ain't Just lie. don't use Gorilla Glue. <laughs> yeah. Let's not use Gorilla Glue, people. Okay. Read the label. But, um, yeah, I've seen, like, a lot of y'all, um, you know, it, it's like pressure because... A lot of guys are looking for these, you know, Instagram models and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like when you pull that, snatch that wig off your head, (laughs) snatch them lashes (laughs) off your face and wipe off the pound of makeup that you're wearing. Like, are they still going to be there to, you know, love you or, you know, appreciate you for your true and authentic self? And that's the thing. Like, I think right now it's just so superficial Mm -hmm. that it's hard for regular girls because I ain't going to lie. Like, I look like a little boy most of the time. No, you don't. She's lying. (laughs) Y'all see her on Instagram. She lying. That's a filter. I be you looking like a boy. First of all, I took a picture of you yesterday, and that was no filter, ma'am. Hey, stop. I be looking like stop. a boy. She <laughs> but Lies. I be my husband. He he okay with it, you know. You know he <laughs> He's like, not okay with you consider, considering yourself looking like a little boy. I look like a little boy. Sometimes. No, she doesn't. Whatever. I mean, I put it together mo- sometime, but for the most, I would say eighty five percent of the time, I be looking Kira. like a little boy. Kira. <laughs> Somebody little nephew. Kira, Kira, stop. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. I digress. I do sometimes. No, you don't. Okay. I digress. Anyway. Um, so with the, you know, social media and things, I can see how it would be harder to, um, to date, you know, someone true and authentic. Right. Right. Um, so. Cause these whole house out here winning. Like, oh, these hoes winning. I ain't lying. Like, sometimes I be like, dang, I wasn't winning like that when I was... Never mind, forget it. Anyway, My husband gonna... Continue, continue. That, What's your question? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I won't know hoes, but I was... <laughs> Life happened. Okay. <laughs> What's your uh, question? Do you think you've ever met and let go of your Mr. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Um... No. Um... I don't think I had a You mis- show by that? <laughs> I'm going to ask you like Karen from Sisters. You show? I don't watch the show. Kim, you show? Oh, all right. So maybe. Maybe. All right. Maybe. Maybe. maybe Only you maybe. can answer that question. I'm just being, you know. Maybe. But I, I don't think so. Okay. That's fair. I think that it could have been. Okay. I think that had I fully understood the situation and fully was 100% involved in the relationship I think it could have been but because I was 50 and then I was leaving 
I you think. was 50? No, 50 percent, man. Oh, 50 percent. 50 percent in the relationship. I was like, 50 years old. Wait a minute. Hold on, Jesus, because we ain't there yet. 50 percent in the relationship. Okay. That I. So you had one foot in and one foot yeah, out because I was afraid. So and that's I, fair. I believe after I left, I really looked at the situation. And he was definitely the dude who really, really liked me for me. Yeah. And I didn't see that until um, we let it go. Yeah, I understand that. And I think when I set up the match, I knew what I was doing, but you didn't trust me. <laughs> I didn't. And yeah. I'm, that's my bad. Uh, it's not, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I think you got some good nights out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you figured out what you liked in life. I did. I did. I mean, out you life. were in touch with your sexuality. I sure was. And hey, that's all. Hey. Hey, you won something, right? I did. It's, it's only a lesson, you know? Yeah. So there's and that. it was, it was, uh, I will say, it was a great relationship. Like, he definitely was all from all the other dudes. He wasn't, I don't consider him a trash dude. No, like, he won't trash. He wasn't And trash. I would never, and honestly, just being honest, like, because I, you know, love you and care for you on, a, on that level, I would never put you with somebody trash. Yeah. So I definitely judged his character um, well before I decided to put y'all together. So yeah. it ain't, I ain't about to give you no trash. You know what I'm saying? You know how this happened, guys? It was a, a Skype link. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, we were all in the office together. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was literally, a, we work. oh, you know, you, the browser said. Say what? Does the browser said. Who cares? All right, so. This is my podcast. Now if you knows. don't like it, get off. No, because he always talk about a plus one, remember? Now he probably gonna know. But at it's any rate, it I don't care it anymore because it it's in the past. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was through a link. So the guy, we worked in the same building mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kira had her office and the dude was out and I was like next door like like a what was it what would you call it? a divider yeah yeah and it was all cubicle. on link like yeah it was a cubicle and they all the date happened mm-hmm. on link she literally set the date up on link and <laughs> invited me to the link chat and then that's how we started talking yeah because I mean I saw I saw something in him that I thought would be a good match for you um and I saw an energy that he had that I thought would be good to bring out some energy that you had because I mean again as you've already said in the beginning you were a late bloomer right Right. and not that it was only about sex right but it was just about an experience right and I felt like he had qualities that I thought would help to bring you out of your shell more um just on a on a as a person you know and so when I made the connection I thought it would be good for you to experience something different and then mm-hmm. like get outside of that box that you're in right because you were super boxed in when we met yeah why you know? not and you know me i'll just a mess okay yeah because you extra and i'm intro so there's that right like i'm i'm pretty now i'm getting more like i'm kind of what's it called when you're both intro and extrovert i know what you're talking about yeah i can't definition. remember the name for it but anyway um i'm more like that now but i was definitely more extrovert as when i was younger I definitely am not introvert and I don't think I'll ever be introvert. Nope. So that's just not me. But <laughs> but I think I'm a little mixture of the two now at this point in my life. You know, Gary's calming me down a whole lot. So you used to be the yin to my yang. What happened? I'm still your yang. What a yang. Which one? I don't remember. It don't matter. Whatever. One to of my them. yang. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so um yeah, that's that's good to know that, you know, you feel that strongly about that individual and um I mean, if they listening to this, they already know who they are anyway. Yeah, but... He gonna hey, listen to it. And no matter now, because... 
He the hitched. man Barry. Yeah, he hitched on. So this. <laughs> Congratulations. But he ain't gonna never find no vibe like yours. So of course not. Nah, I mean, one of a kind. <laughs> I'm like super one right. of a kind. Right. So and I'm a Cali baby. If you haven't figured uh, it out, Cali is the ghetto. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, you a lie. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't come Yo, from my state. Cali is the ghetto. Don't come from my state. They charge us a whole lot of money for a whole lot of nothing. It's don't the ghetto. My, don't, okay? come, don't come from my state. It's the ghetto. Stop. So, how serious is zodiac matching for you? Not that serious. I'm not into it. I believe there are some qualities in everyone that can go outside of their zodiac sign. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'm like I'm a true Scorpio. However, there are some characteristics that I'm outside yeah. of Scorpio is, so it doesn't matter what zodiac sign you are. I'm the same. I'm not very big into zodiac signs and things like that because I feel like some of it is true, but at the Correct. end of the day, people gonna be who they are. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm a Cancer. I feel all the feels. Yep. And that's about the only thing that associates me with being a cancer. But I think I'm just like the whole plethora of all the zodiacs when it comes to certain things, right? So, so what's weird is I didn't think you felt anything. Kira, look, she was my boss and she was hard. I, was boss. <laughs> I didn't think she had any feelings. And then one day she was really vulnerable around me, and I was like, oh, you are. The a reason I see the reason I'm like that though when it comes to being like a boss or a supervisor um, is because I realized that one as black women. Okay, being black, period, and then being a woman, I always tell, told them um, that you're going to have to work extra hard in this, yeah. you know, masculine society, in this society where we are already, you know, seen as aggressive, aggressive or, or angry. Yeah, like our, when, when we're passionate, we're aggressive or we're overly sensitive or whatever right. the case, right? And so when I met Kim and all of my female troops, specifically if they're black I ain't, I don't do no favoritism or nothing like that but at the end of the day I do have a level of concern for them because I know specifically being in the military how hard it is to you have to prove yourself to people more so than people that are not black right right um, or that are not female right and I just have like a boss mentality when it comes to a lot of things right and so I when I see my other black females, I try to uplift them and put them in positions like that as well. So I saw the potential in Kim from early. Right. And I was like, you got to get out of that. You got to get out of that. Like it's okay to voice your concern. It's okay to say no. It's okay to, you know, tell your leadership not right now because you have people under you that you have to protect. Right. Mm -hmm. And so no matter what, I protected all of y'all, you know, black, white, brown, you know, male, female, it didn't matter, or other, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Like, I protected all of you guys at a certain level, but I just knew that I had to um, apply different pressure in different areas when it came to taking care of y'all. So that's what it was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, boss up. Like, what they going to do? Fire me? Go so ahead. Say you know me. What are you going to do? Fire, <laughs> fire me? me? All right. You know, because people told me that, yeah, you never make tech sergeant. You'll never make master sergeant. You'll never get to those, you know, positions where you're in a leadership position. And I'm here. And it is what it is. Clap. And they need to give me some more money. You know what I'm <laughs> Worry about your coins. Worry but about your coins. It was different. Right? Like, because you already know who our supervisor was before. Right. And then I was a brand new staff and I didn't know how to be a staff. And then you came in and told me the exact same thing. Like, you have mm-hmm. to work harder. Um, 
and be better than the rest of them out there. Right. Just because you're a black and you're because you're a female. And that always carried with me. Right. So shout out to Kamala Harris, our uh, <laughs> VP. VP of the United States. Yeah. You know, that is like definitely a proud moment um, in history. Uh, representation matters. Right. Right. And I think. percent. Uh, yeah, it matters. You know, like I never imagined that we would have not only a woman, you know, in the White House as, you know, president or vice president. Right. Um, let alone an African-American woman, you know, not right. to omit her other heritage, Asian right. or whatever that is. Right. Jamaican, Jamaican, you know, which is black. My husband, Jamaican, he black as hell. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> bop, bop, bop. You know, bop, 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 you know, whatever. Right. Uh, pull up. Bullet. So, bullet. <laughs> he, my husband's going to hear this, y'all. And he's going to roast me because I definitely don't sound like that. But. Um, but yeah, at any rate, like it's representation matters. And I felt like I needed to be that role model for, um, my black women, you know, in my environment to let them know that you can be here, you can boss up and your bossing up does not have to be seen as a threat or have to, cause remember I, the previous supervisor <laughs> before I took over said, I'm so glad I outrank you because you intimidate me. Right. She told me that. Yeah, I remember. She wasn't even giving me fair um, ratings on my evals because she felt a way about me, you mm-hmm. know. And so I had to tell her, no, you're going to mark me down because I just got here. I don't know this job, right. you know. But, you know, some people will do certain things because they feel a certain intimidation. Yeah, you just know? by how you look. But just, this is the same right. thing. Remember when I got there, she was like, I didn't want to deal with you because I thought you had attitude. Right. I have resting bitch face. So it's just. Yes, yeah, she does. It, I can't Worse help me. it. At least I be trying to smile a little bit. She lied. Uh, it's just true, though. But mm-hmm. once you talk to me, I can't help but smile. I, mm-hmm. It's just my personality. Like right. You have to get through that before you figure out who I am. And I'm kind of, if I'm in a zone, I'm just in the zone. And she couldn't understand that. And she said right. the same thing. Like, she did not help me grow. It wasn't until I saw Kira in the parking lot. And I was like, ah, oh, I got to turn yeah. around. And that was it. And she helped me grow. And I took those lessons and helped others. But it's all about who's willing to take the time who's you know, willing who's, to take who's the time take the time to teach you yeah and not only the time but who's willing to put their neck out there for you right? right i put my neck out for you guys all the time and i still will do it to this day because at the end of the day if i can help y'all get to where y'all need to be my reputation yeah it'll probably be tarnished for a little while but guess what whoever was in that leadership position they're going to leave eventually right yeah and we're going to press forward right so i've definitely had to make some leadership decisions in my career that were not pleasant that actually i think i was probably pissed on for doing those things mm-hmm. but guess what they could piss on me again because if i had to do it again i would do it the same exact way yeah no you changes no changes i do the exact same way no you regrets know? no regrets no regrets <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah but uh we went on a tangent because, you know, <laughs> we get real passionate about, you know, yeah, for all those very passionate. Yeah. So all those, you know, current military folks and, you know, prior military service folks, y'all know the type of bureaucracy and political, you know, um, politics we deal with. So, you know how it can be. Right. So um, definitely you got to just do what you got to do. Right. Um, it ain't gonna always be easy. It ain't gonna always be pleasant. But when you know your purpose and you know the goals and the vision that you have for your team. You do what you got to do. Simple as that. Boss. Right? Boss. Right? <laughs> and I'll be aggressive and mad and the angry black girl all what day. But you not, though. That's just how they perceive. It and is what it is. And they need to change their they vision. They rose gold glasses. Right. <laughs> My glasses rose gold. <laughs> You're such an idiot. 
Anyways, so um, we'll get back into this dating thing. Yeah, all right. This is girl talk. So like I said, we're going to be all over the place. So it is what it is, right? Um, So when it comes to dating, are you typically, typically the aggressor or are the men you pursue more aggressive than you are? Oh, I believe I'm the more aggressor person because, again, it comes to the dudes I'm picking. Like, I like... I would like them to be more involved, like, let's plan dates, let's do this. And then mm-hmm. they don't do that after a while, so I feel like I have to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually the one, like, okay, let's plan this date for Saturday night and go here. Like, I like movies. I'm very, very simple. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's go to the movies. And then they're like, okay, uh, maybe, maybe not. And then they don't ever plan another date. So I think I'm more of the aggressor. More aggressive, yeah. And I don't want to be. So I will tell you, um, just being married, uh, most women – um are more like the planners every once in a while i think you find a guy that's like more of the planner the you know hey let's go on a date and let's do this right so for gary um gary's not like the gary's a planner but like last minute Mm -hmm. you know like when he took me to hawaii for my 30th birthday which was a surprise right oh yeah because i was involved yeah you were but gary didn't book our hawaii trip till like two three days before we went to hawaii so imagine how um expensive our trip might have been he never told me the cost but i imagine how more how because of all the stuff that we did while we were there like we had a an itinerary like every day Mm -hmm. um so i imagine that for the just the mere um uh, what we were doing every single day i know he paid probably at least twice as much as he would have paid mm-hmm. if he would have planned his trip six months out. Mm-hmm. So one thing about Gary, like he, he's a, um, he's not a planner in terms of like, um, planning things in advance. Um, but just recently, just recently we went to Vegas and, um, I just woke up one morning and I said, Hey, I was having a bad week. Let's be honest. I was having a bad week and I was like, I want to go somewhere. And he's like, where you want to go and i'm like i don't know san diego vegas somewhere i don't know and like he planned everything from like start to finish like mm-hmm. he booked the hotel he uh, got the rental car um because he don't want to put miles on his car but whatever <laughs> that's his prerogative right so he rented the car he you know did all those things like you know he did it right mm-hmm. but i will tell you four or five years ago he won't do nothing like that mm-hmm. because that's just not his that was not his thing right But I think after you have been with a person for a while and you know what makes them go, again, love languages, right? Right. We were supposed to do an episode about love languages before Valentine's Day, but life happened. We'll get to it. (laughs) (laughs) So when you know somebody's love languages, like for me, my love language is like acts of service, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It changes over time, but um, my primary one is acts of service. So like if I come home after work and he's like cleaning the house, I'm like, oh, let me take these clothes off. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or like, you know, him actually putting in the work to plan the trip and I didn't have to do anything like he went so far as to, you know, schedule for the dog to go to the sitter, like simple stuff like that, that makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so luckily them kids was in the room because they weren't in the room. I'd have took it been on a popping, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> as soon as we got to Vegas, but you know, we had them kids. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, I mean, I think it's stuff like that, that, um, most guys are not going to be the aggressor in terms of planning vacations and mm-hmm. doing stuff like that. I think every once in a while you will find 
Like I hear like a couple of my friends have husbands or boyfriends that do stuff like that. But I don't think that's really a, I want to say that's not a man trait. It's just not to me from my experience, not as commonly seen as um, say a woman planning out everything. So what about the beginning? Because before you were married, you were dating. So what was he planning when we were dating? Yeah. He wasn't planning nothing, nothing but getting these. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I think my personal opinion, if you're dating someone and you're pursuing someone, I believe that the guy should plan a date. It shouldn't always be solely on a woman to plan a date. No, I agree. And I think he, he planned a few dates, but most of the dates that we had were definitely planned by me. I will say that. I mean, he was planning other stuff like, Okay, so everybody knows that my husband is extra when it comes to, like, designers and labels and all this extra stuff. So he was planning all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, I'm going to buy you this. I'm going to buy you that. Because he thought that was my love language. Because initially, when we first started dating, that was his love language. Okay. His love language was definitely... You know Gary. Yeah. Gary was... Gary, my husband is super... He's not as flashy as he used to be, but most people that know my husband knows that he likes the finer things in life. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've actually, over the last year or two been embracing that about him because before i was like no nah, boat like we ain't gonna do that like you know how much coins that boo, costs? you know how much coins that <laughs> but you better pay the lecture bill you're trying to buy it you know you better pay this you know whatever if you go on a trip exactly right because i was all about travel because again i'm in the military so traveling and getting to see the world meant more to me than a bag right mm-hmm. but i'm married be looking kind of cute i ain't gonna lie you know y'all be commenting oh girl that's a cute bag you know whatever but you know, I'm embracing my bags now, but I will say that initially he wasn't the planner of things. Like every once in a while he would plan a date, but for the most part it was me. Right? Okay. Um, so, but it all depends on what you want, right? Correct. If you want a man that's going to plan your dates and do all the extra stuff, you go for that. Like, don't just say, you know, whatever. But I mean, when we only had Damaris... He was planning some things, but it won't no days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, look, I don't want to go out. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, you know, we we have to plan that out now too. And next question for these kids. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about these kids. I love my babies to death, but Mama need a break sometime. Okay. Uh, if I was close, I'll take them. You already know. Yeah, I know. If you weren't so far away, but. I know. Demaris yeah. was supposed to come with me, but COVID happened, so there's that. Yeah, COVID messed up a lot of things. I know. So. That's okay. Next time. Next time. Yeah. So, um, let's see. What else we got for you? Um, a man telling you what to do. In How do way? you feel about that? Like, okay, example. So, like, how much money you can spend, like, different places you can go, um, like, just telling you what to do, like, no kidding, like, just being overly, like, you need to do this, you need to do that, or questioning your every move. What are your thoughts on that? I can tell by the way you look at me. I wish we were recording this, because that look was, yeah, okay. <laughs> Is it, do I earn my own money? Yeah, you earn your own money, right where you are right now. At this moment in your life where you are right now, you own your, you earn your own money, you basically pay for all your stuff. You dating. How do you feel about a man coming into your life? You're dating him and he tell he's trying to tell you what you can and cannot do or trying to dictate what you can and cannot wear or. Oh, no. Uh, no. Um, not in that aspect. Like if he finds it like real disrespectful or whatever um, and we're dating, like 
it depends on what I'm wearing or what I'm doing. But as far as him like flat out just telling me how to spend my money or how to uh, basically live my life, like you joined my life. And if it's not hurting me Facts. or him, then I don't know. Yeah. The answer is no. Cause I agree. Well, like, what's their purpose? Right. No, I agree with you on that because even being married and being with Gary for almost seven years, um, damn, that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> seven year itch. I ain't itching y'all, so don't even get no ideas. Don't slide in my DMs because I ain't even gonna respond. I might respond, but it ain't gonna be nothing major. She ain't gonna respond. No, I'll respond, but it ain't gonna be nothing what they looking for. Okay, I digress. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, so um, for Gary, like he's never tried to like control my life in terms of like telling me what I can and cannot do. Um, in my previous marriage, um, that happened like all the time. That's a plane. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Probably earthquake, but I mean, we do live in yeah, California. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, he tried, he told, tried to tell me what to do all the time with my money, with my body, with my, um, clothing, what I wore. And so when Gary and I first started dating, um, I made it known, like, look, don't ask me where I'm going. Don't ask me what I'm wearing. Don't ask me where I'm spending my money on. Mm -hmm. Like, those are things that are triggered me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so truth be told, like in our first couple years of marriage, like he would ask where I was going out of concern Mm -hmm. and like my safety. But because I was triggered by it, because it was my experience of being controlled, I was like, why are you asking me where I'm going? Like, it triggered me and I got really upset, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I make my own money, so don't ask me what I'm, you know, like, yeah. but that was just because of my past, right? But then when I finally understood the reason why he was asking certain things um, and they were coming from a genuine uh, place of concern and care, mm-hmm. Then it made sense, right? You used to get tr- triggered by that and uh, question all the time, anyway, because I used to ask you where you going. You used to give me a look like yeah, mind your business, right? And it wasn't only for for Gary; it was for everybody. Yeah, like you don't understand the level of trauma that you have um, coming from a um, a relationship where it was controlling mm-hmm. and um, abusive, right? right? And so anybody asking me where you going or why you doing, don't ask me no questions. Yeah, she was like, stay out my coins, stay out my pocket. Stay out my, don't count you know my, what? Don't count my coins, coins, right? And I say, I used to say that all the time. I still say that sometimes because some people be counting my coins. Don't count my coins, count your own coins because you're going to lose track counting my coins. And that's all. Mary had a little lamb. Mary had a little lamb. Shout out to uh, where Duvel? Mary was at. I don't know his name, but. Mr. Dude who works at the car play. That's right. Because I don't want to steal nobody's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get sued. Get sued. I ain't going to get sued for that. I, I do money. not own the copyrights <laughs> for the Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, truth be told, like, um, I just wondered always how, like, um, you know, people feel about, like, being told what to do and stuff like that. So, if it's for um, your good, then, yes. Like, if it's coming from a place of concern or it's, mm-hmm. uh, we can meet halfway. But if it's just flat out. Uh, you can't spend a hundred dollars on getting your nails and feet done. Mm. Like, <laughs> it's my money. Like it's like, my money. Like it's I, my feet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would like to look good for me. I'm not looking good for you in that sense. Right. So that makes sense. I. It just depends. That but I'm not about someone telling me I need or I should because that's how they feel. That's right. their thing. Yeah, I agree with that. Um. So does it does the word allow ever trigger you? Like. Does your man allow you to? Mm-mm. Okay, it triggers me. I ain't gonna Girl, lie. You, you don't allow me to do nothing. Like, I mean, it's just like one of those things where it's like, 
you're not my I'm an adult, right? And mm-hmm. you're you're not like my parent or like whatever the case. So I think allow is not the right word, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm working on it. Y'all know I go to therapy, mm-hmm. and I'm very big on mental health. And so words like allow is like allow me to do what? Like you we you don't own me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that you have to be very clear about. Like we are in a in a partnership. It's not an owner, and you know. Right. Only or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Property. We're not, I'm not your property. So you don't own me. So mm-hmm. allow me to do anything. Right. Um, and when Gary listens to this, he going to probably be like, oh, shorty was wild. <laughs> you know? Cause okay. So I can tell you from a single perspective, of course, mm-hmm. my perspective, um, when a married person does something, it is like, do they approve of you doing X, mm-hmm. Y, Z? Because usually, I don't know if it's true or not. Married people only like being friends with married people, but it because they're single for now because they're wild. Okay, but like I think when it comes to asking, are you allowed to do that? Does your husband approve? Yeah, I think it's coming from will that hurt your marriage or not versus just owning or whatever you just said. No, and I I can see that side of it, but I feel like Gary and I. Our relationship is so different, I think, mm-hmm. than most people. Because, like, I've talked to, like, some of my high school friends that were, like, um, one of my high school friends in particular, I hadn't talked to him in, like, 10 years. Like, probably longer than that, like, verbally. Like, we, every now and then, he'll comment on a Facebook post or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't, like, physically heard his voice in years. Mm-hmm. And so he called me one day, and we were having a conversation. Oh, my bad. And he was calling me one day. He called me one day, and we were having a conversation. And, um, I was actually sitting outside. It was just a nice day. I was sitting outside talking to him. California has the best weather. Yeah. Sunshine. 364. Okay. Right. <laughs> Not 65. No, cause it's, it'd be cloudy one day, <laughs> you know? Um, and so he was like, um, how I think him and his wife were like separated at the time or whatever. And he was, we were just like, no kidding, like chopping it up on some reminiscing stuff. And he was just telling me about how his life has been and, you know, asking me my insight on certain situations and stuff like that. It was like seriously like a straight, you know, straight talk. Like we wasn't, you know, he wasn't trying to rap with me. I wasn't trying to rap with him, like nothing like that. But I was sitting outside and he was like, how would your, how does your husband feel with you being on the phone with like your high school friend that, mm-hmm. um, I'm sitting outside, like, isn't that weird? And I was like, no, we don't have that type of dynamic. Like my husband trusts me. I trust my husband and he can talk to whoever he wants to talk to. Like mm-hmm. my issue is not with the person that he's talking to. If anything happens, my issue is with him mm-hmm. because I can't control like the other person, you know? So at the end of the day, I think that level of trust um, comes with that. So like when it comes to going back to what you were saying about um, single friends and married friends, mm-hmm. some married people will say, oh, married people only need to hang out with married people. I disagree mm-hmm. because like we talked earlier about boundaries, right? Right. I think there has to be a certain level of boundaries there. And when you set those clear boundaries um, and you follow through with those, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I ain't out here like, you know, popping it on a handstand on the bar like you know oh my husband if he sees this on ig or you know facebook live he's gonna be like what the heck you know mm-hmm. i know my limits and i know my boundaries i'm not out here just you know doing crazy stuff with single people but i think you can still um hang out with single people i'm not gonna stop hanging out with you because you're single 
because I'm married to Gary. Like, mm-hmm. that's not how that works, you know? Most of my friends are single, honestly. Like, I don't have very many married friends. Like, that's just be real. But they are, like, my girlfriends that I've had for years. Some of them were married, mm-hmm. you know, have recently been divorced, or, you know, since been divorced. But I should not have to stop talking to them because they've been divorced. I've been divorced, shoot. Like... Okay, you know. Yeah, it's just it's a not a stigma, but it's one of those things that I hear a lot on Facebook. Like married people who recently get married, like oh, we can only have married friends because single friends are trouble. And no. it's like we were all once single before yeah, you no. got engaged or whatever. I think that's an insecurity that most some people have. When you're insecure within yourself or you're insecure within your spouse, you say stuff like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna be able to influence me to do anything that I don't already want to do. Right. So whether I'm married or single, you ain't going to be able to influence me to do nothing, right? Right. Like, Especially you. Not me. It's you ain't going to be able to influence. If I want to do it, I'm going to do it anyway. Like, you're sure not, will. being around you is not going to make me want to do it more. And even know. if you weren't, it's like you just said, if you don't want to do it, you're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Like, you're not, there is, at this point in my life, there's very few, or if anything, that you can persuade me to do Outside of me wanting to do it. Yep. And her favorite sign is, "Mm, I'll let you know. Exactly. I'll let you know. Like, (laughs) I ain't doing, if I don't feel up to it and I don't feel like it's the right move for me at that moment, because of my coins, (laughs) y'all know where the money reside. Like, if I feel like, you know, that's what it is, that's what it is, right? And that's a, that's a choice, right? Correct. Um, So I think, honestly, when people say stuff like, married people should only hang out with married people that's because they have a certain level of insecurity or a certain level of mistrust that you know within themselves or within their spouse that they you know yeah i don't want nobody man exactly like who's taken and that's the thing like i have a hard enough time trying to deal with my own husband and his emotions (laughs) Mm -hmm. why i want to take on somebody else's girl bye i ain't with that you know you know stories (laughs) yeah we know stories so i ain't got ain't nobody got time for that okay go um so let's see Ooh, we almost to an hour and that went by quick i know it it does go by quick honestly like when since we've been doing podcasts they go by so quick and we're like dang we are here you know we don't want to bore you guys but our girl talks can go for like ever so um yeah uh let's see what else do you want? Oh, this is a good one. Have you ever had a hard time letting go of someone even though the relationship was toxic? Mm, no, not really. It's just closure. Hey. Like, I'm a person of full circle. I'm mm-hmm. meticulous. I like things a certain way. Meticulous. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do. I like things a certain way. And when they don't go that way. Or I don't, even if they're toxic, uh, toxic dudes, and they don't full circle closure on why they are own up to their own mm-hmm. toxicity, I have issues. But I usually eventually let it go. Okay. And that makes sense. Um, For me, um, and a lot of this stuff that I'm saying on this podcast, Gary already knows. So don't be trying to be like, yo, shorty, you need to listen to your no gray Oh, they from New York? You know, Gary from connecticut and all those other places connecticut so, don't this he be talking crazy but um but yeah so like um for me i was in a toxic situationship mm-hmm. we don't call it that because that's what it was but it was toxic not because like he was going upside my head or nothing crazy like that mm-hmm. it was toxic because the 
the nature of the relationship I knew was not going to go and progress any further than what it was. Mm -hmm. But y'all, I want to sit on it. <laughs> Show you how you deserve it. You better sing it. <laughs> go on and prove why I should move. Mm -hmm. So, ladies, real talk, like, I'm just going to be, this is no gray area, so the area is not gray, okay? Sometimes it be like that, and you know the relationship is toxic in the sense that it's just not going any further than what it is, but you just be... <laughs> but... I don't know what it is about toxic relationships. It's like a magnet. It's a magnet. It's you terrible. Know, it's terrible. It's terrible for you as an individual. Right. But you always tend to find, well, there's a reason. A reason. Justifi justification uh, of why, why you, you should stay be with in them. that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, yes, I definitely had, I definitely stayed in something that was toxic. Again, not because it was abusive or anything like that. Right. It was just because I knew it wasn't going to go any further. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Was cool I stuck with by it because I was cool with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> <laughs> that was the next question. <laughs> next question. All right. Next question before Gary be like, you know what I'm saying? He hit his podcast. He's going to be trying to. Oh, I got to go home. <laughs> get lit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People still say that, right? Um, I, I don't think so. Oh, they don't say lit no more? Mm -mm. What they say? I don't know what they say, but I don't think it's lit. Oh, well. I'm going to need him to listen to this podcast tonight. Okay? <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> say bye to the babies. I'm out. I know. For those of you that view me as like your little sister and all that extra she stuff. She nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish we had video because... <laughs> We might have to edit some of these things out, but whatever. Okay. It's the mimosa. And I got to go get my nails done. You going to drive me to go get my nails done? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I'll show you. <laughs> anyway, so uh, while we're on this high note of, you know, sitting on it and stuff. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't lie. We wasn't sitting on anything. <laughs> All right, so anyway, back to the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't even know where to go with this right now. Like, <laughs> you have Jasmine Sullivan in your head, that's I why. Know. What's the Let's just talk about Jasmine Sullivan's album for a second. Album's fire. And we'll end on the album, because I got like a thousand different things I wanted to ask you, but you know how our girl talks go. It went left. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It went right. All right. It we went tell right. the people what they want to hear, right? <clears throat> I guess. I don't know. If they don't want to hear it, they should have exited like three minutes in. Well, we so gave them a countdown. We gave them oh. a countdown. So that's up to them if they're still here. Um, but at the end of the day, like, um, Jasmine Sullivan's album, like, so what are your thoughts on that? Like, I know it's called Hotels. Not, I put this on my Facebook a little while back. Do not pronounce every letter. Hawks. He, he, yeah, you, tails. It's ho. Ho. 
like mm-hmm. hoes in different area codes, like awesome. ho 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 Santa, mm-hmm. hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Like hotel, like a hoe, like a garden hoe, like a garden hoe, got like it. you go to the hotel oh, to do it. your whole activity. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a motel. Hotels is classy. Oh, hotels are classy, <laughs> and you know I'm classy. <laughs> I need my points, Marriott Hilton. I need my points. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what was the question? The question was, how do you feel about the album? Like, I love the album. It speaks to true women. Mm-hmm. Um, it speaks to the experiences. It, it has like um, the realness of it. Like these hoes be winning, like we discussed mm. earlier. Like real talk. What I, I can't lie. Like full circle. Um, the ones who don't put themselves out there wear fashion over outfits like she says in girl like me i got um, some fashion over so i have a couple of and they send my stuff on time i see a lot of y'all on the east coast be like i'm done with fashion over because they don't send my stuff on time i guess the factory like no lie like 40 miles up the street <laughs> so that's probably why they send my stuff on time california but, but. best uh so i think that you know that album is like the truth it is 100 percent the truth every song i believe everyone could relate to whether right. it's one or the whole entire thing and girl like me is my favorite song girl like me is your favorite i think my favorite i ain't gonna lie my favorite is on it <laughs> don't sing it again please i ain't gonna sing it again but that's my favorite song and <clears throat> i mean i'm married so my bed ain't defiled like so some christians on here they probably like yeah baby bye girl um but anyway <laughs> Um, my, my bed ain't defiled, so I like on it, and that's cool. I mean, every song can speak I to like you. I like to sit <laughs> on it. Okay. I tell them why he deserves it. All right. <laughs> but yeah, the album is the truth. Like, I can't lie. Jasmine Sullivan did her thing on that one, because she talking some real stuff, like, she real is. talk. Like, and unfortunately, like early on in our um, when we first started the podcast, we talked about like you know sex and sexualization for women. And sorry about that, guys. We posting all of this. We're not cutting out anything. This is like it. And we talked about like sexual sexualization and stuff like that, and your sexuality and stuff like that. And I think um, for um, women, um, I think there's some part in the album where she was saying. Um, we when women have like a certain agency over their own sexuality it's frowned upon right you know and so when we're actually having sex with these men we're telling them it's theirs no it's mine boo boo i'm just letting you let you in for a little little bit (laughs) (laughs) but you know i think you have to have a certain agency over your own sexuality Mm -hmm. like real talk and um i think that comes with um knowing what you want and knowing what makes you feel good right yep from the beginning from teenagers all the way up to right. adulthood and i'm at no at no point trying to say um not saving yourself until marriage is um not a great thing because great if thing. you are at a point in your life where you have not been sexually active and you are saving yourself to marriage continue to do that Mm -hmm. because i think it is really good you know you want to make sure you're giving yourself to the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with now when you get married and on that night and he's trash that ain't got to do me um (laughs) wait why that's between you and jesus um but at the at any rate you're not going to know anyway because you don't know what it is that you like anyway so it's, it's true you just learn each other at that time 
I can't uh-huh. believe you just said that. What did I say? Nothing. I said something bad. Nah, continue. We gotta edit it. Nah, good. Go okay. ahead. We good. We good. Okay. Um, but at any rate, um, if you are still at the point where you're doing that and you're saving yourself until you are married, kudos to you. Shout out to you. Yep. Um, I respect you on a whole nother level because um, it definitely takes a lot of um, uh, discipline, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, strength, and all that good stuff, right? <clears throat> yeah. So, um, shout out to you. You need some water after singing? Nah, sing is good. I'm going to sing like a fat lady tonight. I'm going home. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> final remarks. Final remarks. Uh, final tips. Uh, do you have any final tips? No. So I got a couple. Um, don't be afraid to embrace you as a woman. Get to know yourself on a more intimate level. And that could be just by yourself, right? That doesn't have to include oh, a that. male or that doesn't have to include a you know, female, depending on what your preference is. Get to know yourself on your own intimate level, right? Like what makes you tick? What makes you go? What gives you that level of sensuality? And because it's more than just sexuality, right? It's sensuality as well. And people like to say, I need a certain level of intimacy, right? But if you don't know what that level of intimacy intimacy is or should feel like, um, then you're not going to know what that looks like when you're Mm -hmm. dealing with somebody else right Mm -hmm. you have to know your body you have to know yourself before you can even um try to tell somebody else what it is like you want to do a little bit to the left a little bit to the right how you know you ain't never even felt that right right? Right, right, so at the end of the day like own your sexuality own your sensuality and just own um you as an individual right um be you love you and do you Mm mm-hmm simple as that like it is what it is right mm-hmm. and um again i believe in god i love jesus um That's i know it. that jesus died for my sins and he rose again on the third day mm-hmm. you know to save me from my sins mm-hmm. i know all of that but at the end of the day um we're just really keeping this all the way 100 and that's all i got for that it is no gray area so you know the title you know the name of the podcast so if it's not for you, it's not for you. And we understand that. I did have something. What's I your final tip? My final tip. Uh, don't let other people's timelines um, ruin your life. Yo. Because if you allow other people to say, what were you supposed to be at a certain age in life? You're going to go crazy. You're going to lose your mind. and You're going to make yes. bad decisions. And you are going to definitely regret it because it's not true to who you are. So once you embrace that your timeline is your own timeline, then you'll be better for it. Absolutely. That yeah, should have been something tip. we hit on in the beginning, but Girl, I forgot. I know it's all good. <laughs> the mimosa's lit. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but seriously though, like that is very good um because I know for me um timelines was one of those things that I watched other people in competition, right? Um, oh, and we can probably yeah. get into that one like next week. Maybe we week. need a part two. Yeah, we might do a part two because we got like a bunch of stuff we want to talk yeah, about. Because we definitely have to talk about comparison. And that yeah. can't, that's not a part of uh, girl talk yeah. as far as this one because this was more about sexuality. But. Right. Let's do that next time. We'll All come right. back next time and talk to you guys in part two about comparisons and things like that because um y'all we ain't even get halfway through this thing so and we don't want to you know sit here and prolong it longer than you guys want to listen so um at the end of the day it's been real you know this is really like girl talk and we just wanted to talk to the women i mean guys if you're listening to um just know 
these women gonna know what they want so you better come correct and not never mind no i, <laughs> I ain't gonna say it cause don't say it please don't say it christians might be still don't listening. say it anyway um so basically um please follow us on ig at no gray area podcast and youtube at gary and kira gray i'm gray is spelled g-r-e-y um also you can listen to us on apple google and soundcloud if you have feedback and or would like to send us listener questions, please email us at nograyarea20, the number 2020 at gmail.com. Um, Gary's not here with us today, but I'll let Kim um, close us out with our little hook. And it is. Love yourself and each other. Peace, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Kim. Thank you for having me.